You're listening to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon. Let's turn to our first topic and guest of today. As you know, the Hong Kong International Literary Festival is about to kickstart in a few days' time, all the way from the 5th to the 15th of November. And the next two weeks, we'll be featuring many of the speakers and authors and filmmakers on the 123 Show. And today, I'm really delighted to be chatting with Sophia Shek, who is an independent filmmaker, about her work um, and also uh, her involvement with this year's festival. Sophia, it's great to see you again. How are you doing? Great. Thank you for having me. Uh, we are on Facebook Live as well. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. And this way you can comment and ask questions and, and just join our conversation. So I think the last time we spoke, Sophia, it was years ago when you were um, working on the film that's called Already Tomorrow in Hong Kong. That's correct. Um, that was directed by Emily Ting. And um, we actually have a new movie out. Um, we shot this a couple... Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we shot this a this, uh, couple of years ago. And um, it's finally made its way to the Hong Kong cinemas. And uh, we have one more screening this weekend on Saturday at, um, at Movie Movie Pacific Place at 5.45. So hopefully uh, people will come and see this. You know, uh, it's it's a great little movie. It's uh, it's loosely based on uh, on, on uh, Emily's uh, family, and so uh, it, it follows on quite well in it's her. Quite personal, then. <laughs> it is quite personal, you know, and it's like a a father daughter relationship, you know, based on his her actual relationship with her father, and we have a local uh, amazing um, star called Richard Ng, who stars oh, wow. as the father and he's just fantastic in the film so um, so it's just lovely to actually see the film and actually in the cinemas and people actually come in to support us. Absolutely we'll, we'll, we'll be there. So why has it taken it so long to get to Hong Kong? Uh we released blame it. Blame on COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's been doing the film festivals circuit for a, for a wee bit, and like small independent films, we do find it quite hard to to get distribution here in Hong Kong. Um, it is uh, a little niche market, you would say, an Asian American film, you know. But I think because uh, we were quite fortunate, we do have a a, a local star like uh, Richard, who's just so f- funny and uh, and wonderful, and it, it's a full English speaking role as well, and so that did help. Uh, with our release uh, this year mm. and also we've postponed it quite a few times due to COVID but you know we know how that goes <laughs> Now I know you are involved in this year's Lit Fest um, you are in a couple of events um, on the 13th of November you are involved in a Hong Kong Film Focus Women in Film and also this Thursday Translating Books to Screen uh, which is on uh, in the Asia Society First of all maybe let's talk about Women in, in Film you are Women in, in Film I think this topic comes up from from time to time and and when we think about this topic we think about the representation um, sort of on screen you know the characters and the roles that women have Um, but what about the women the women off screen you know what sort of representation do you have for women behind the scenes Um, I think you know we we do belong to what we call I I mean, hopefully one day it wouldn't be, but like a smaller group of women in film, right? And so, like, uh, uh, for representation behind the screen, there's there's plenty of us, you know, behind the screen and working on different roles, you know. And uh, I think uh, uh, it's quite 
sometimes it is difficult to get uh, a woman's story told but I think in recent years you, you have seen changes in the film industry and it's just excellent to see like you know other successful Asian American filmmakers you know such as The Farewell you know has done quite well and that's written by women and you know directed by women so you know uh, I think um, definitely we've come at a right time and I do think there are more opportunities there and I do think people um, find um, uh, female roles representation on the screen um, um, I got a great, great story, you know, and it's not just all action packed and stuff, you know, um, and um, yeah. So, so I, th- I think I've been very lucky and fortunate to have a partner like Emily Ting to work as my female director, uh, you know, and uh, also as a producer, you know. Uh, with, there's a lot of uh, similarities in, in in our upbringing as well, being you know Asian American. I'm Scottish Chinese, you know, and so you know, as soon as I got her scripts, I just just felt it's really related. It's not just us being women, but we're actually just filmmakers, right? I mean, the women part, one day, hopefully, we're just all filmmakers, right? So a good story is a good story, and, and it translates really well on screen. So, yeah. Absolutely. When you first started out, uh, were there lots of uh, women working behind the scenes? Okay, my starting out story. <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> it was actually quite difficult. I started out, I, I look quite young for my age, I think, but uh, I started out in the 90s, and uh, I worked as a, what we call call runner or a PA and uh, that's like the lowest of the law on on the chain of the crew ladder yeah what was your first film do you remember or first project uh, I do remember actually the first ever production I did was not actually a film was actually um, something we shot for the Hong Kong Tourism Board yeah and that that was quite interesting there was um, you know we we shot in film so the cameras were much bigger. I just remember being this starry-eyed Scottish Chinese girl who just like barely speak Cantonese. I mean, I, I spoke Cantonese to my parents, but barely spoke Cantonese, and and just trying to just wonder what to do on set. You know, there was no they, they they don't hold your hand. They literally just throw you into deep end, and you literally just have to swim. And if you don't, you you, you just get shouted at. Oh, no. You know, and this is like coming from a wee town in Scotland, you know, where I, I've never experienced city life, you know, living in the city and, and, and needing to use Cantonese as my, you know, my, my Working main language. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I was just like in my head, I was just trying to translate everything. But I got by and and here I am. So uh, I think... A role uh, model for many. (laughs) I think all I can say is is Gaia, you know, um, and and don't stop believing. I mean, I I got here. So, you know, um, I I, I think it was was a great foundation for me to be in the producer that I am today. So you appreciate every single crew member on, 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 on my, you know, film sets. And you know that everyone has a purpose. Nobody should be treated like, you know, you know, like, no, everyone's treated like equal on my exactly. side. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, what were some of the biggest challenges that you came across in, in your career so far? I mean, or are these sort of challenges just everyday challenges that all producers and all filmmakers have, really? Uh, I think the challenges is, is for me, is uh, I think... Um, uh, people know I actually I can speak quite fluent Cantonese, but I don't actually read or write. But I have um, produced uh, Cantonese speaking films. Oh wow! Yeah, so you know, I'll, one of them is called "I Miss You When I See You." Uh, it's, it's 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 a fantastic uh, queer film that I made with Simon Jung, and uh, it's it's a small independent film. And uh, I hope people and, and we've got some really good comments. It's, it's now available online, you know, f- for people. And so I think uh, people do 
ask me as a producer, is it necessary to, you know, especially, you know, um, my career is is based here in Hong Kong. Is it really necessary for me to read, read or write Chinese? Of course it is. And I wish like the 20 years that I've been here, I could learn it. But that's I'm, my story. <laughs> but the 20 years I've been here, I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not very talented in terms of like learning the, the language, but I do get by and I do produce, get to work with amazing uh, directors and, and, and writers who who understand. And we, we do get it translated, you know, at, at one point of this, uh, you know, the script does get translated. So I do know what, what's happened on screen. I do have as much creative process as anyone who can also read or write the Chinese. Uh, Chinese. So I, I I feel I embrace it more than anything after 20 years being here. Absolutely. And Sophia, you've been really busy. You are now curating various festivals as well and sharing your expertise in that area. Tell us more about those. That's correct. Uh, I think last year I managed to create a few films for Women's Festival and that was a great experience, but uh, it was a much smaller scale this year, so we didn't really have the opportunity for that. But uh, also upcoming, I also to do annually the Hong Kong Lesbian and Gay Film Festival. Yay! Yeah, so so that's that's it's great. It's happening. It's happening this this month. This month, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the end of this month. So do check us out www.hklgff dot hk uh ticket sales are already uh available uh, we sold out with the boys film where the uh, uh, uh opening film in, in less than an hour what yeah but i think is whole, that a record it, it was pretty much a an record hour. <laughs> in less than an hour and so but the women's film we still need to try and uh, give try, it a push give yes. it a wee push it's called Two of Us uh, it's a beautiful uh, French uh, love story of two elderly ladies uh, very reminiscent of Sok Sok actually mm. uh, you know a film that's just recently uh, just finished its really long uh, cinema uh, time you know and it's a fantastic award winner film and it's very similar in tone and I hope people in Hong Kong will like it excellent uh, two, and it's called Two of Us it's called Two of Us okay and when will the uh, gay and lesbian film be running from and until it is running this from month. this month at the end of this month i think it's the saturday which is i think it's the 20 25th yeah i, I feel like i've just put you on the spot yeah sorry <laughs> sorry just like my mind <laughs> it's the end of this month i do apologize i forgot the day of the saturday i think it's saturday the 24th of november and that's the opening how do you go about choosing films uh, for, for for these uh, for, for festivals? Uh, for curating, we actually we do search you have behind the scenes debate. <laughs> no, we should lead with this film, and we, you know, how does it go? It, it, there is debates actually because uh, we've been very fortunate this year. We're uh, we have had uh, an abundance of films that we can watch. So what we do, we we, we check out other film festivals to see what films uh, we would like to uh, to to watch. We we ask for screeners and. Um, being uh, the lead f uh, programmer for the women's films, I get to ask for quite quite a few films, and once I've chosen them, shortlisted them, I do pass it on to the other programmers for their comments. Um, unfortunately, it is a sm much smaller film festival this year, but we still managed to get some really decent films. Um, so we've got some trans representation, we've got um, lesbian, we've got a really wonderful closing film um, uh, called Date and Amber, which is a kind of a gay and lesbian uh, love they're not love story they, they pretend to date and it's just this 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 drama that follows them you know because they have to pretend to 
to date, and it's set in like the 90s. And so it's quite funny, you know, because uh, they're both in the closet and they're trying to avoid, you know, being, you know, um, being outed. Sold. We, we're going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and we can, and are you leading with that film? No. That's the closing film. Oh, the closing That's film. That's the closing film. So we chose one film, which we, it's, uh, it's, it's lighter film, it's comedy. And so we chose a film that hopefully uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to cover the entire spectrum. You know, and I, I think, you know, because these are quite, you know, difficult times, we wanted something quite lighthearted. Uh, and it, this was definitely a lot of fun. And the soundtrack's fantastic. And it's from Ireland. So we're very lucky to work with the Irish consulate for this movie. Oh, brilliant. Yes. Actually, we uh, we had the uh, Irish uh, consul general who, who dressed up as Dracula for Halloween about, <laughs> about four days ago on Phil's program. So, yeah, great sport. Um, is it hard to get funding for, you know, festivals these days? Yes, uh, I think for festivals in general, um, we do rely quite heavily on um, um, sponsorship and partnerships with, our, uh, for example, the consulate we just mentioned. So quite a few of our films are picked up by the consulate, uh, like uh, Australia. I think we're working with and the Goth Institute, so it's it's wonderful to actually see films coming from that country and be and and at incredible films and we're incredible to have them as partners. Um, uh, yes, we're a non-profit organisation, so you know um, any profit and ticket sales actually does go back to the running of the film festival um we are volunteer based but we you know we do get some expenses paid for but you know we do it because we're passionate about you know bringing queer representation films to the cinema sometimes they don't get a second look because hong kong is still quite small you know uh, queer films th there is a market uh, you know for example sok sok um but you know um in general i think um what i've seen over the past five or six years working for uh, film festivals is there for queer films itself, it's like the caliber and the, 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 the type of films has changed and, and they, they seem to have, um, um, have really refined themselves and it's just beautiful to see and we have a lot more to choose from as well. Absolutely, the variety is, yeah, is yeah. huge. And do you find that it's getting more mainstream so we'll see a lot of them on Netflix, for example, and um, we no longer you know, have to well, download or you know, that there are other, <laughs> other avenues to, to watch queer films as well. It, it, it is true. I think... Um, for a film festival like the one I'm working for, the Hong Kong Lesbian Gay Film Festival, has been running for 31 years. And early on in the years, I uh, they they were screening like um, TV series and things because there weren't enough films, films, you know. And so now it's uh, it's more readily available. You can you do do have more uh, queer uh, films on Netflix and, and and like Amazon Prime, you know. But it's always just lovely to go to cinema Absolutely. to share with others, you know. It's and that's something nice that we want to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's something we want to keep keep going if we can. And so, you know, keep our fingers crossed and guy out Hong Kong. Like, you know, let's 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 make it to the cinemas at the end of this month. Yeah, I know. And I've you know speaking to a filmmaker about Netflix. Sorry, Sophia. Please come back <laughs> on on the show. And um, finally, well, we touched on this earlier about uh, your upcoming panel, uh, Women in Film, which is happening on November the thirteenth uh, from seven to eight, uh, which is at Miller Theatre at the Asia Society. Uh, what sorts of messages do you hope? Uh, uh, the audience will sort of take away what are a few things that you might talk about without giving too much away because we want people to get the tickets and, and to join them I, I think it's a wonderful panel I feel very honoured to be sitting there with um, with Sonia and Nora and uh, I, I think at the end uh, I would love to see uh, more uh, 
uh, women directors and writers and filmmakers being given the the right kind of opportunities to be able to, you know, create and visualize our story from 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 um, from from paper to to screen, you know, and and that's why I'm moderating the uh, the, the the panel this 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 coming Thursday as well. You know, I think it's a great opportunity to 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 be able to do not one panel but two. So uh, I've been very lucky. I, I'm, I'm part of the Hong Kong Literary Festival. Excellent. Well, Sophia, always so nice to see what you're up to. I hope to invite you back again, hopefully not too long <laughs> from now. Thank you so much for your time and for our listeners who want to see Sophia in action. She will be moderating um, a panel this Thursday from the six, uh, sorry, at six o'clock to seven, uh, which is the 5th of November, also at the Asia Society and also uh, Women in Film, which is the 13th of November from 7 to 8 p.m., um, also at the Asia Society. For more information you can go to the hong kong international literary festival their website is festival.org.hk and sophia how can our listeners find out more about you and your work have you got a website i have a website and it's www.sophiashek.com excellent thank you so much for your time sophia shek thank you thank you